Welcome back to the Wildcat Weekly Recap, the new Daily Wildcat News podcast. I'm your host and assistant news slash science editor, Maggie Rockwell. This show looks to highlight any University of Arizona news you may have missed or need recapped over the last week. So today is Friday, March 26, 2021, and we're going to start out, as always, with the virtual university status update from our reporter, Christiane Barniak. So next week, the university will transition to phase three of re-entry, and we are still currently in phase two. So phase three means that there will be classes of 100 or fewer students designated as in-person or flex in-person, and they will be allowed to meet for in-person instruction. And currently that's at 50 or fewer students for phase two. From March 10th to March 19th, the university administered 13,906 COVID-19 tests, which resulted in 39 positives, a positivity rate of 0.3%. The COVID-19 rate of transmission remained the same as the previous week, 0.75, in the university zip code area, and the rate of transmission on the county level increased to 0.80 from 0.73, but Dr. Richard Carmona, the leader of the task force, did not seem concerned by this increase. The Campus Area Response Team, or CART, was deployed to eight incidents of large gatherings last week, and it was seven the week before, so it went up by one. Um, And one of these was, as usual, a gathering of 100 or more. Carmona said that the UA is working with other organizations to collect this data and shut down large gatherings. So the biggest news is on Monday, Arizona Governor Doug Ducey announced that all state-run vaccination sites are going to be open to Arizonans of 16 older starting on, well, what was Wednesday, March 24th. Our goal has been and remains to get vaccine into the community as quickly, widely, and equitably as possible, Ducey said. Given a thorough review of vaccination data and tips anticipated vaccine supply and current demand among prioritized groups, now is the time to take this critical next step. The UA has now administered a grand total of 80,220 vaccines and will continue to under these new guidelines of eligibility um, and openings for vaccines at the point of distribution will come every Friday. And you can read more about this at thedailywildcat.com. Moving on, our next story also comes from Christiane Barniak. It's about Unpack. So basically, Unpack is the self-proclaimed pack to end all packs, and it wants to bring democratic reform to the forefront of political discourse at college campuses across the country. According to an Unpack press release, its first initiative is to promote the passage of the For the People Act, or HR1. And there's more about this act that you can read about um, in the article. But another positive of this act is the potential to mitigate partisan gridlock caused by private interest lobbying. So the student that was interviewed said that basically it is about more than passing key electoral reform and it's about holding America up to the high standard of the democratic principles upon which it was founded. And despite its progressive roots, he hopes that UNPAC will find favor on both sides of the aisle because of its bipartisan call to uphold the integrity of elections. This country has has long suffered from an inability for people to participate. Uh, if you look at other 
modern democracies around the world, um, voter participation in those countries is much higher than it is in the United States. A, as a country, as one of the countries of, uh, you know, democracy and, and a representative republic, I think it's, you know, sort of our, our duty to improve our systems and really be that, uh, you know, that statue of liberty, that's that sign that we are what it means to be a democracy in America. So although Unpack seeks to appeal to students across the political spectrum, it was built from the remains of the Students for Bernie program that basically rallied the students in support of Senator Bernie Sanders' 2020 presidential campaign. If you want to be involved in Unpack, there is a point of contact in the article, and you can read more at dailywildcat.com. Next up, we are going to talk about the security cameras in garages debate that has been going on at the university, and this comes from our other assistant news and science editor, Jillian Barch. So after the death of Forrest Keyes, the University of Arizona student that died during a shooting at the Cherry Avenue garage on February 20th, a petition was made by a student to install security cameras in all the entrances and exits of garages on campus. And the petition also aimed to push for cameras on every level of the garages. So the owner of the original petition took it down after it had received over 8,000 signatures because she stated that the comment section had basically become a heated debate. So since then, the petition has been taken over by Lucas Pactor, a member of the Zeta Beta Tau fraternity, which was Forrest Key's fraternity. And he said, I honestly just believe it's the right thing to do, and I want to do everything in my power to make sure nothing like this happens again. Right now, that means spreading awareness and getting support. So the petition's goal now is to get 25,000 signatures, and students shared in the comments of the petitions how security cameras would make them feel safer on campus. It was stated previously that there were some security cameras Though Renee Ariaga, a UA police department officer, said that she could not disclose any information on where security cameras are located on campus due to the ongoing investigation. Since then, the petition has sparked a conversation about many issues that occur in the garages. And at this time, there's been no updates on whether these security cameras will be added or not. And you can read more about this at dailywildcat.com. So moving on to my favorite article that comes from a reporter, Sydney Jones. She wrote about the Prop 207 update. And this is an amazing article. Please read it. Prop 207 has officially gone into effect as recre recreational marijuana sales began to spike in Tucson over the past month. So adults, 21 and older, can now legally possess up to one ounce of marijuana with no more than five grams of marijuana concentrates. Individuals may also grow up to six marijuana plants in their residences as long as they're within an enclosed area away from public view. So some of the dispensaries around Tucson that are currently open for recreational sales are Harvest, Bloom Dispensary and Desert Bloom Relief Center, but they have they do have lines, so be prepared for that. So Sydney spoke to the CEO of Harvest actually, and he said not only did we put in an application before 4 a.m. on that Tuesday, January 19th, but we had all the staff ready and trained in case the approval came quickly. 
Harvest has dealt with very long lines since opening up their recreational sales with some people waiting for hours. And I mean, you can see this if you even just drive by the one on Grant. With dangerous instances such as marijuana being laced with different drugs, people can now have more peace of mind knowing what they're consuming. As for the future of marijuana legalization, there are still some federal issues that they've been running into. If it's legalized federally, banks can actually work with these dispensaries and the cash-only problem will not be in effect for customers anymore. According to the Pew Research Center, two-thirds of Americans are ready for marijuana legalization on the federal level. So that is good news for everyone. And you can read this at dailywildcat.com, which I'm hoping you do. And we will be right back after a word from our sponsor. The Daily Wildcat essentially is a collaborative learning community made up of university students, journalism students, um, photography students that essentially all come together to put their skills to produce uh, news, um, online media, digital media, all these sort of things outside of the classroom. The Daily Wildcat is the student newspaper at the University of Arizona. We serve the student body as well as the rest of the Wildcat community in trying to chronicle what's going on on campus. We're just a really fun group of people. It's a good balance of having a good time and still being able to get our work done and focus and effectively communicate and yeah, it's a lot of fun very different than anything I've ever done in the fact that it's media related and newspaper so it's not like you're serving people food or running a cash register so it's a hands-on way to interact with the world around you that I think is really fun. Daily Wildcat serves people who just who are just like passionate and ambitious about their projects. Daily Wildcat's print and print stories I mean like if you have a passion for it come on over I mean we're always accepting people. That was a word from our sponsor. If you are interested in working for the Daily Wildcat and are a University of Arizona student, visit dailywildcat.com slash apply now. Interested in getting the news right into your inbox? Sign up for one of our weekly newsletters at dailywildcat.com slash newsletter sign up. So going on ASUA, this week has been the Senate Q&A and the debates, which the AVP and EVP debate was tonight. And our editor Priya will be covering that. Um, I covered the Senate Q&A on Wednesday night and tomorrow. A reporter, Hillary Schiff, will be covering the presidential debate. So you will definitely want to be looking into those. And elections will be on March 30th through the 31st. Lastly, this week, we have a quick police beat update. Police beat will be for the week of March 8th through the 14th and my highlight of the week, I am calling Share Coke. So, an officer was patrolling Park 6, kind of around like AZ So area, um, and he noticed a pickup truck just driving along, doing its thing, and some people walking towards this pickup truck as it parked with a very large item. And he basically figured out that it was a Coca-Cola vending machine. Um, and they were, they were coming from AZ So. So very interesting. And he went and talked to them about it and they, 
you know, the driver drove away because he was clearly scared. Um, and the guys tried to, like, leave the Coke machine, like, run, but he sat them down on the curb and, you know, talked to them, got their whole, like, their IDs and business. And one of the guys said that he had gotten it from a guy off of Craigslist from f- for free at the corner of Lowell Street and Park Avenue. Um, and when he was asked how he contacted this mysterious Craigslist man, th- he said that they did not communicate. But he said that he had figured it out months ago with this man to get this Coke fridge, I guess. He couldn't give any details about the fridge. There was nothing. It was just, you know, shady. He had his friend, you know, trying to help him move the fridge. And he didn't give the name of the friend. He didn't give the name of anybody um, and then he, the police officer talked to the other guy and he said he was not present when the fridge was purchased, um, and that it just showed up in their room one day. Um, and he just didn't know any details. And he also said he was going to decline from providing names. So then the other guy decides to crack and describes the mysterious Craigslist man and says he was 5'10 and he was white and he had a Yahoo email address and he drove an old truck. Um, and then that was basically it. He took, the police officer took the fridge and the two guys were given Dina's students FYIs for suspicious behavior. But that is all we have for you this week. Stay safe and mask up, Wildcats. This has been the Wildcat Weekly Recap. If you like what you hear, subscribe, comment, rate, and share. Thank you to everyone who helped put this show together, including myself, the host, Maggie Rockwell, news editor, Priya Jandu, managing editor slash producer, Pascal Albright, multimedia reporter, Megan Ewig, editor-in-chief, Sam Burdett, the Daily Wildcat online all the time at dailywildcat.com, and you, of course, our listeners. For story tips, email story ideas at dailywildcat.com. This has been your Wildcat Weekly Recap.